Hello, welcome to the Deleted for Security Reasons podcast. I'm Stephen. I'm Noah. And I am Buster. Excellent. So, this month, week, we haven't actually released an episode since February, which is really bad. Sorry about that. Real life has gotten in the way. Um... Yeah, so this week, last time we looked at Acute Paranoia, this time we're doing something completely different. We're going to create a Paranoia Mission. Yes, Paranoia Mission, for all to watch and learn. Listen, not watch. Hail friend computer. Hail friend computer. So, who will be starting? Um, I, I, I was told you had some questions. And yes. That, uh, yes. So, okay. this is going to be interesting. This is going to be creating a mission using a simple process of asking several questions to design the background, build things from it. It's quick and easy. You can copy it yourself to make excellent paranoia missions. The basic principle here is that paranoia is about fear and ignorance. And to that end, you need to have a setup in the background that will provide the maximum, what's the word, the maximum uh, thing to get that working. We use big technical games here. Efficiency, yes. We are real game designers. We use proper technical game designer terms like thing. I see that Buster has his hand raised. Buster. Yes. yes. I thought your hand was raised because you wanted to say something. Oh, what am I saying? This is good. This is good radio. I'm a good YouTuber. <laughs> uh, the one about you raised your hand when he did the uh, talked about fear and ignorance. Oh, well, I didn't think I hit that button, but this is excellent. Uh, yeah, fear and ignorance. That's that's a good summary. I like the. Uh, model that paranoia or sorry alpha complex is a state of mind not a location and i think that it probably is not beneficial to get drawn down too much into the literal in this game i agree okay so what's the first question and who in what order will we be creating the mission yeah all right so this is the thing to be pointed out as well these guys have not been told any of this in advance because it means that this means you because know, less it's outside chance. of our security clearance at the current moment. Right, less chance of people doing something stupid like designing a mission in the first place. This is going to be interesting because you're going to get to hear a mission being generated live. So the first question that we must ask is fanfare. Burr, 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 burr. Thank you. <clears throat> the first question is, what's going on? So what exactly is the thing that is happening in the background that's setting off the entire situation? What's causing the problem that's going to be investigated? Buster, would you like to answer this question first, or would you like me to answer? Well, I mean, we know it's commie mutant sabotage. I mean, on the face of it, that's definitionally the cause of the problem. But is it? But that's not... Like, that... Obviously, the computer thinks it's calling mutant sabotage, but, you know, it could be anything. It could be, like, high programmer Phil you in wants to build a new squash court. Hmm. Or, you know, it could be that the communists have decided that they're going to take over their own comp node. Or 
It could be that or, another Alpha Complex has some spying operation. Maybe there's a back order of chapstick caps that gets delivered all at once, and now your sector is covered in 100,000 metric tons of chapstick caps, which is quite a problem. I saw it here. That, that is a problem, but... That's... I got I got one, if I may. Yes. Um, I think a good issue that um the troubleshooters should be tasked with is um a R and D experiment to make everyone elevate in intelligence has gone wrong and caused everyone red clearance and above, maybe orange clearance and above. If you want to keep it red clearance, um, their brain. Like, uh, they have a mid-a-clone-life crisis once they have mm -hmm. this new intelligence and refuse to do anything. While the infrareds are just, or reds, are raised to normal intelligence. And this has started causing the sector to fall apart. Okay, this is good, but maybe I didn't explain things perfectly. This isn't the thing that the troubleshooters are going to be tasked to investigate. This is what's actually the cause of whatever they're going to investigate. Ah, um, so, um, let's go with, uh, people, uh, <coughs> okay, how about this, runaway trains, runaway cool. train bots. The bots are not uh, are running away due to the fact that the uh, control panel has seemed to have lost internet connection with the network mm -hmm. of Alpha Complex. Thus, all the commands are being ignored, causing trains to act treasonous. That's an idea, Buster. Ah. Uh. I think the the uh, thing about the intelligence thing, he's kind of riffing off of something I was saying earlier about the concept of doing a campaign where you actually are infrared troubleshooters, which seems like an oxymoron, but you essentially have characters who have no sense of how to do anything given unlimited power, because due to the state of emergency, friend computer claims that they have now unlimited clearance to the sector, which has been locked down. Um, you know, in that one, it was it was simply... Someone at R&D had a great idea about how to make things more efficient by raising the cognitive abilities of the sector. And someone else had also a great idea, and they both, unknowing to each other, implemented both of their ideas at the same time, which caused uh, a bit of a trouble. Uh, we had talked about elevator shenanigans, uh, but I guess that's kind of been done to death. So I guess it really depends on like what... I mean, to me, I wouldn't look at, like, okay, what's the problem? I would look at what is... What is the purpose of this mission? What are you going for? Because you can kind of work your way back onto uh, a variety of different concepts. That's excellent, but we're designing a mission to demonstrate using this particular method. Uh, can you answer the question your own way, and so then we have an example? Right, so an example, what exactly is going on? So, I say, hi programmer Phil UN wants to build a squash court and zoning regulations aren't allowing him to build it where he wants to build it, which happens to be right in the middle of sector KNF. Or whatever. Ah, so it's not an issue, it's just a backdrop, essentially. Yes, it's the okay. cause of the issue. 
Okay, um, my bad. I was missing. I thought it was lumped together into one question. What's going on? What's the what? What's the issue? No. Well, this uh, sounds almost <laughs> like a, a setup to what I'll be Then I can do. Um, I can do for this one. I, then I'll modify my runaway train. A software update has been issued to every single electronic and alpha complex. However, some updates are taking longer than others. Uh, which can cause issues with latency. Mm-hmm. That would be like what's going on, like a big update. Go ahead, Buster. Okay, so riffing on that idea. So how about this? Here's here's the situation. Some bozo uh, is responsible for the commute times in this particular sector. He's a high-level guy, but computer's kind of breathing down his neck, and he's telling him he's got to get he's got to get these commute times fixed up and he's like okay well like you're talking about software update we'll just we're going to put a live over the air update to the, all the transportation devices in the sector and we're just going to bump up their max speed by 10 percent. that should really in the aggregate really help things out and the problem is like you said there's some kind of interference and not everyone is getting the update successful but the problem with this code is every time you apply the update it actually just adds it to the previous update. So if you update a device more than once, you're getting 20% faster, 30% faster. Now you can see what the problem is. And no one knows what the cause of this is. All of a sudden, things are going off the rails, crashing through walls, total anarchy. And it's all because, okay, we're gonna do a simple fix, make stuff 10% faster. To run off that a little bit, let's cut it back because we're not going to the issue part. We're just watching going on. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like your idea a lot better. So have someone who's in charge of the train system and Frank Computer breathing down his neck that the commute times are too long or inefficient. So he decides to push out an update to all the computers. That is what's going on without getting into any possible issues that could be arising. Mm -hmm. That is the backdrop of what starts the whole thing. So, did that answer the first question properly, or is there anything else that we would need to discuss? Um, it should do. Now, the key thing here is, right, this is going to be what the troubleshooters could theoretically discover as the cause and report at debriefing that, you know, this is the issue and we solved it. Indeed, and I think it is. Yeah. I think there could be breadcrumbs showing that there has been updates along the way. So I think it can yeah. be something so, that can be discovered by the troubleshooters slash players. Yeah. So the second question is, what has this caused to happen that the troubleshooters are being sent to investigate? So basically, well, I mean, now I we're on to the effects. Just, just uh, I guess I said, uh, okay, well, I mean, two things I could think of. We could talk about the making everything too fast, which is pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to get a little more crazy, uh, the guy could decide really, really what's slowing down the trains is having to wait for people to get on, wait for people to get off. It's really these damn people that are too slow and they're clogging up my perfect system. So you could have something to deal with that where all of a sudden the robots are programmed to kind of shovel people mm. in and out violently and people are getting trampled. Maybe that's a little too dark, so we'll go with stuff being faster. I mean, to me, I like about making it go faster is you talk about bread breadcrumbs and what would lead the player to realize that. Well, what if they're like a personal device, they download, they get the patch instead of a train. All of a sudden it's playing everything faster. Everything sounds like the chipmunks. So you'd have some kind of clue where maybe some bots are just talking too fast or going too fast. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay, what I would do 
for this particular scenario is to keep it far more simpler. Um, it appears to be trains that are ignoring commands to stop and pick up people, etc. Because they're in the middle of the update. What the person who is in control of the computer breathing down their neck forgot to do is to issue a stop command and then update it. And once the update's done, let the thing go. So now, <coughs> uh, while the trains are updating, and they vary on the update speed, some can be slow, some can get the update instantly, um, they are just non-stop going their speed as it's updating, and ignoring any commands to stop because it's updating. Mm -hmm. Which is what's causing the issue where a friend computer then would tell the troubleshooter, citizens, uh, there appears to be some runaway trains, find the cause of why they are um, acting treasonous, or some sort of reason that would get them to investigate. Mm -hmm. Would they have to uh, board the train to interrogate it while it's in motion? <laughs> that would be up to the GM of how they uh, get there. I mean, the other option would be uh, going off your idea about the update kind of like not being really well thought out is, okay, so they finish the update and then all the trains are told to reboot. Like your phone, when you get an update, it tells you to reboot it. And so all the trains shut down and they don't want to start up again. And then, then you can have all kinds of funds when they do start up on full power from a standing position with people gathered around. But... So that's another option where they just they just never come out of sleep mode or reboot or whatever. Indeed, that would could allow for game masters to get them on a train or it gets that far ahead to where some devices are rebooting and they just happen to come across a train that's in the middle of rebooting and when they all get on, suddenly they're thrusted around as the train immediately tries to pick up speed. Mm -hmm. I mean, just from a... Uh a narrative point of view again you could do parallels where earlier in the episode like the team leader gets an update on his, his uh, personal communication device and it just won't turn back on he's like ah oh, what the hell's wrong with this thing and then later when they're on the train that won't turn on all of a sudden his his, uh, his device turns on he's like hey it, it came back on and then the train starts moving so maybe you'd have some kind of way to kind of point the characters in that direction and yeah. what else could be done is uh, you can have to where the uh, when the team leader steps on the train and gets the update, um, right when everyone on like have a small moment of pause. This would be for a GM, as in uh, he just he, and then right when he tries to interact with his device, the train just takes off. Did, did we answer the question well enough? Or are we missing anything? Okay, summarize this then in twenty words or less. What exactly is the effect that the troubleshooters will be sent to investigate? They are sent to investigate trains that are refusing to follow orders by their operators. Alright. <clears throat> so, we've got... What's going on is this... Um, software updates happening, the troubleshooters are being sent to investigate these trains that aren't following orders, is that about right? Correct, because they are in the oh, middle of an update. Yeah, correct. Right. Now for question three. And this is the really fun part. And this is where it gets incredibly interesting. This is how we set up the whole job. Question three. What are the troubleshooters going to end up thinking 
is the ghost. Well, I don't know how much fun you would have from them trying to interrogate a uh, train bot brain. I mean, that could be kind of fun for a while if they think the trains are actually being rebellious. Maybe someone, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Frankenstein destroyers, maybe are feeding one of the members some info that uh, this is part of this mm-hmm. is the start of the uh, bot rebellion, and uh, they have to make sure they put it down before mm-hmm. it gets out of hand. Yeah. So, like, that's a po- to um, use the example going back to the suggestion of the high programmer that's trying to you know build his squash court we could say that the troubleshooters get sent to investigate this um reports of disappearances in the subsectors such and such and they end up mistakenly thinking that the communists have set up a base there or what have you so yeah this idea is the troubleshooters are going to get the wrong idea about the cause, and they're going to go and try and fix a problem that doesn't exist as a result. Hopefully. I believe uh, something I can hint them so. on to this is, due mm-hmm. to the fact that the trains are running away, the computer freaks are taking over. And mm-hmm. that all the trains need to be stopped in one way or another. So by force or whatever, they need to stop every last train because they think that the freaks have hacked them and that uh-huh. they are um, disobeying orders intentionally or that the operators are all in some secret society that's trying to bring the end yeah. of the computer. W- one of the two. Yeah, so maybe they're going to um, end up trying to take down the Alpha Complex transport system. Because they believe it's been taken over, yes, when it's actually yeah. just a silly update. Go ahead, Buster. And, well, to riff off that, so on a, on a maybe a more sinister note, uh, friend computer or someone, whoever is at dispatch, noticed that this, this, the trains are going crazy, but this one particular train, its rail line ends right at reactor you know, 27B, and we think this is purge, and they're trying to use the train as a weapon. And so then the troubleshooters are going to literally start trying to dismantle the, the, the transbot system. They're going to try, they're, they're going to basically cause all this damage and mayhem in an attempt to stop what they think is some kind of coordinated attack using the trains as a weapon. Uh, this could also happen if um, this could there should be some multiple outs for the GM obviously. And mm-hmm. what I mean by multiple outs is there can have they can go to freak angle, but if they're just not buying and they start interrogating, maybe they get a call from internal security saying that that train is heading for the reactor, as Buster explained, and that they believe due to them being blue clearance the info and uh. Due to the blue clearance internal security operators not knowing the full story, they think that it's an attack that's going to try to blow up the sector. So that's when they start trying to dismantle it and try to crash the train in some way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and that's how I think um, those are like two different ways that the GM can take it. Either the freaks are taking over, stop all the traffic... Or if they're not going for that angle, try to do uh, the, it's going to try to collide with a reactor of some sort. Or, I mean, going a completely different way, maybe just randomly there is a high-level citizen on one of those trains, and the real mission is to get extract them off the train safely because they're worried about it crashing and killing in some ultraviolet citizen. Why would you send red-level troubleshooters? Who knows? Again, it could go any which way. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all three of the question answered. Is there anything else that we want to touch on? Uh. 
is there anything within those questions that you guys think needs a further how do you put it uh examination of um for me personally i think the questions um this i this segment i think can be broken down in two ways there's the idea of the mission and then there's the structure of the mission the idea of the mission would be these three questions. Like, get a very mm -hmm. broad idea. And the structure, shameless plug to mandatory mission pack, can't, would involve putting in corridors, the starting room, who tells them this. Like, that will be more of the technical stuff. But this pretty yeah. much answers, like, what's the broad idea for it? Yeah, so from there we've basically got <clears throat> a couple points... Basically, what we need is three main scenes that are going to show up. So, obviously, we'll have the briefing where the troubleshooters will be told, you know, blah, blah, go kill that guy, go, you've not killed him enough, go kill him some more, etc., etc. Um, PLC, R&D, and so on. Those are basically GM discretion, to be honest, and let... Unless we want to specifically hand out anything at R&D that's very specific to the mission, but we'll, we can get back to that. That's sort of an optional step. Um, uh, the main just, step is, though... I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. cut you off. I just wanted to step in and say GM discretion would be, in my eyes, for this particular case, is for the GM to ask themselves, is this going to be a one-shot... Is it going to be revisited? Because if it's going to be a one-shot, some GMs may just send the players after the briefing, like, like oh, since the transportation acting screwy, uh, if they really wanted to ensure it's a one-shot, they don't even get outfitting. They just have their bare minimums. Or if they what? think no, they that's could... No, that's a terrible idea. Well, <laughs> I I'm just saying, like, uh, the discretion of the GM, like, like how many corridors and how many breaks that they want. Now, that would be, like, extreme bare bones, and I don't really fully agree with it. Maybe R&D and PLC um, cooperative You need R&D. You need R&D. It's not paranoia if you don't send the players to R&D. Yeah, but what I mean is they do make it to... You can either cut out PLC and they go straight to R&D because due to the situation that they need to go to R&D to specialized equipment. Well, or to cut out some time, you can have PLC and R&D like do a temporary experimental merger or however you want to pitch it to the players, which yeah, would be an excuse anyway, to Anyway, get we're getting of off anyway, the topic anyway. here. This is completely unnecessary. This is entirely GM discretion stuff. The, the important thing is we then... Basically, we've got at least three good major important scenes here. So the first one is going to be basically <clears throat> introducing them to the problem. We need one where they will actually get sent enough clues to send them to screw themselves over. And then the third one will essentially be where they solve the problem, inverted commas. Well, okay, how about kind of uh, alternative idea because I get what uh, you're saying about you want to make it go uh, you have to go to R&D well what is paranoia if not this horrible bureaucracy where the uh, the technical uh, paperwork and following protocol is more important than actually being competent so what if the players start out on one of these trains they're heading to something unrelated a seminar on how to mm -hmm. deliver a glass of water the train just starts taking off and make the players think, okay, we got to stop the train. That's the mission. And then 
friend computer is like, well, actually, we want you to deal with this, but first you have to go to debriefing so we can debrief you properly. We have to get you equipment. You know, maybe like, oh, okay, if you can't get off the train, well, there's another mm -hmm. train that's coming up against your train, and if you hop on the roof of that, that one's got some R&D equipment you can get. And then after you get on that train, you find out the train you just left is actually the one you have to get back on uh, because that was actually part of the mission. Or something ridiculous where it's like, okay, we're going to get off the train just so we can fill out paperwork about how we have to get back on the train. I mean, just to make things a little bit more interesting than, okay, you're starting in a room, here's a standard debriefing. And just kind of drive home the insanity of the system where your mission is to get on the train and they take you off the train in order to start the mission properly. I think that could be a good cold open. Yeah, that could be fun. Because I mean, the just... reason why I personally like it from a GM perspective is because when I sit down to play with paranoia people who are my friends, etc., almost always, especially if they played a couple of games before, they've grown to say, okay, there's going to be a briefing mm -hmm. officer or friend computer's going to brief me. They never had an opening like that, which can grab their attention and throw them off. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, do, do we all think that would be a good idea? Like, for instead of a classic briefing room, it would be uh, something like that kind of setup? Well, I mean, if you've seen the 1990s classic Speed with Keanu Reeves, I mean, there's stuff before that that's unrelated. And so maybe you could work in that where you have a debriefing, you have R&D, but it's actually for a completely different mission. And then while you're on the train to go to that mission, something happens, and now all the shit you got is completely useless so you have all this like climbing gear and this like long range grappling hook thing because you're, you're like oh yeah you got to go up to this uh this tower and turn off this transmitter it's like oops and actually you're gonna be on trains now how useful is all that equipment you just spent 15 minutes filing paperwork for so you can you do a bait and switch too if you wanted to do it that way i mean at some point maybe even a mission that to the player sounds more important isn't as important to friend computer as the transit mm -hmm. system because friend computer sees the big picture and it's like okay so the bomb we told you to defuse forget that these trains are running on they're not running on time we got to fix that first mm -hmm. um so do we is that the good setup for the first general area for the mission yeah that that works actually you know, so, since it just is the problem. So which one would we like to do? Uh, straight up cold open where they're already in a train getting back from a seminar, or would you rather want to do a bait and switch? Which do you think would be the best for this kind of story? I'm I think, asking you guys. I think that the bait and switch could work if you have a callback. So if you make the players think that this is going to be a, like serious business, like uh, Jack Bauer, uh, we got a, you know, there's a, there's a communist activity in this cafeteria and there's a hot situation and they have an atomic bomb and uh, you're, you're the best, our, our computer simulations say that your team is the best profile to complete this mission. And then on the way, like uh, the train overshot your position or something else, you know, take care of that. And at the end of the mission that they somehow magically managed to survive and solve the problem. Oh yeah, that hostage crisis with the bomb we were, you completely forgot about? And you have a call back to that. So, I mean, you could do that if that was your overarching mm -hmm. goal, to kind of screw the players over like that. But we would never do that. 
this mission, I think, um, could have multiple openers for the GM to describe. Like, have, like, this could be a good mission with, like, how, we, like, earlier, how we had, like, it could be the freaks, or it could be, um, a, a terrorist bomb threat that's gonna happen when the train collides. Multiple outs for the GM to choose from. This could be multiple openings for the GM to go with, which, whichever he thinks would be best for an audience. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on, like I said, to me, it depends on the, the feel that you're going for. But I think if you started on the train and you're kind of thrown into it, I think uh, having to get off the train or get on another train in motion just to get back on the first train somehow, that's kind of ridiculous. And to me, that's kind of part of the charm is that Alpha Complex just doesn't work because you're always asked to do ridiculous things that don't make any sense. I mean, it probably makes sense to friend the computer, but everyone else just seems random and crazy. Yeah, and um, I can see that being really cool. Maybe they get R&D and PLC outfitting. They got to jump to neighboring trains. Like, Citizen, we are aware you are on a, a runaway train of some kind. <laughs> to give you your standard equipment, we have an experimental delivery bot that will be delivering to your position with your with the experimental equipment you will need. Yes, that's actually just thinking about that. Again, with speed, where they pull the, the truck up next to the first truck and they try to get the... People, you know I mean, so you have this in-motion setup where, okay, if you can't get to R&D, we're going to bring R&D to you. And so that could be kind of fun. Mm -hmm. We're going we're gonna to use an experimental hypersonic form delivery drone, a.k.a. a rocket launcher, to, to fire forms onto the train so you could fill them out to get your proper <laughs> equipment. <laughs> Don't worry, we, we've given you a, a ballistic... A ballistic capture device, which looks suspiciously like a, ca a catcher's mitt from baseball, if you knew what that was, but of course you don't. <laughs> or maybe one of those little lacrosse nets or something. Oh my goodness, that would be great. Alright, so what do you think of this, um, uh, Stephen? Yeah. Yeah, no, this is good. I think we could actually get a lot out of just the, um, you have the entire mission taking place on the trains. Yeah, and I am actually, and I was talking about this before we even started, um, um, when we were troubleshooting, haha, pun intended, mm. um, how I always wanted to experiment with missions that were in a confined space. Like, for example, one from Treason is in the Deed, from one of the older books. Uh, one of my favorite funny missions I ran was where they're all inside of an interrogation room, and that's the entire mission. And they have no idea how they got there, and they're trying to get one player to confess to a crime they don't even know what it is. Like, like yeah. something that's like within the confines of like one place. Like, maybe not literally like in a room, but like in a train, like jumping from train to train, for example. I, I think um, one of the things about this mission I like, now that I think about it more, if it if the, if the main thrust of it is on your runaway train speed style, is whatever the players come up with to solve the problem, if you're cruel enough, you can make it straightforward and then just use that against them. So because we know as the GM, the overall theme is we got to make the trends run on time. But from the player's point of view, they, they want to stop this train because it's it's acting, you know, it's going crazy. So you'd say, okay, the players would be like, okay, what if we cut the power and let them do that? And if they're successful, they think the mission's over. But now they're like, okay, now that we solved the problem with the runaway train, well, the trains are not running on time, so you better get this thing moving. And so now what do they do? They've cut the power and the train won't move. So 
so whatever solution they have, they want to derail it if they want to, you know, put some kind of super glue on the tracks. Uh, so whatever solution they come up with, kind of give them more rope to hang themselves. And then after they solve the problem of the runaway train, that's not the mission. The real mission is the trains weren't running on time and friend computer is mad because everything's running too slow. Mm-hmm. And if I may interject, another thing that could be the issue is um, let's say they do do it straightforward and you don't even let them know that they need to get the train going again. and They're going all the way back to debriefing. It depends, GM's discretion, on how long the mission has been. Because if you want to be a one-shot, you may just want them to go to debriefing. If it's been like three hours, if you want to have this be like a day or two session, then maybe you can add in more stuff like get the train moving again, etc. But for, for that end, when they finally make it to debriefing, um, they are first congratulated but then chastised for disrupting the efficiency of Alpha Complex's uh, train network and, ex- and demanded to know why they decided to stop it when they could have slowed it down or done some... or like, give them a solution that they, of course, would have never thought of in the first place. Or you can give a solution that was so obvious that you were surprised they didn't do it. Or something like that to make them like, to where, oh crap, we're still screwed. Yeah, you could do like, why did you just use the emergency brakes? They're in every cabin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be great, the emergency brake. Like, they just don't know what, oh. they think it's, uh, <laughs> and then like, um, oh yeah, and then they, they just look at the stick and it says, uh, do not remove, but if they, even if they get a really good roll, you say, no, it says donut remover, or like yes. something for donuts, and it's not helpful. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. You have anything to add, Steven, or uh. they should have used the safe word. Check, please. Yes. Um. So, <coughs> moving on. Uh the problem is, you know that. That's a humorous gag, it's a pun, but it's not really a scene in and of itself. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I do agree. Um, um, so the debriefing scene... Um, this I would, would be interesting, because how I as a GM because I've never really done anything major for the debriefing, has treated it more as a gag, because everyone's exhausted, everyone's nearly out of lives, we've been there for three to four hours, this was a one-shot. I just treated it as a one last laugh, so then everyone can leave feeling happy that they had fun and and, drive that point home. I didn't really want to make it a full scene, uh, mm-hmm. per se, because everyone thinks they've just gotten to the end. Well, it, it would depend on GM's discretion, oh, obviously. Like, if they felt like the mission yeah. was too short, then there could be a scene for this. But if it's like if it been just the right length, then they can play it up for a gag to make people laugh and have a fond memory of the mission. Uh, mm-hmm. Buster, as you see, your hand is raised. Ah, uh, you could do a lot of stuff with the debriefing. It could just be actually a setup for, again, some some kind of ridiculous counter to what they've been trying to do the entire game or if you want to go kind of whimsical and more low-key it could just be something obnoxious like uh the trans tube services would like you to complete this uh, brief survey for quality assurance on your how you enjoyed your your trip on the trans tube system or something like that i don't know 
the other option, of course, is um, not necessarily having a debriefing at all, just, you know, end it when they dr- um, redirect the train into the big nuclear reactor because they've realised the only way to stop the trains is to uh, destroy the power source. Okay, uh, on that, if you're going to go full uh, full wacko, you could basically get into the players' minds that the only way to save their own life is to somehow try to escape Alpha Complex in this train. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether you do that through secret society contacts or NPCs, just get them to say, okay, well, Frank Computer is going to exterminate us all. Let's just get the hell out of there. Have them start the train up and try to quote-unquote escape, but, you know, trains are kind of on tracks, and eventually they're going to hit your proverbial mm. nuclear reactor. Uh, so just be like, yeah, yeah, you're fr- you're, you roll for engineering. Okay, you get the train starting. You know, you get it moving faster. Okay, now internal security, they, they're, 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 you're gaining on them. Uh, they're, you're leaving them in your dust. Looks like you're making it. Or maybe some uh, Sierra Club contacts, like this train tunnel leads outside. You can escape. You can get out of here. And maybe they got old plans, and again, it leads into the said reactor. So it just depends on kind of how much you want to screw the players. Hmm. To note on the secret society angle, I think that could be a wonderful way. Um, like once they're in the train and it's moving, they each get their secret society message for the mission. And Sierra Contra like the train leads to the outside. Whatever you do, do not let this train stop. So then they'll have that one person always trying to ensure that the train moves. Then one person could be an internal security plant or an Illuminati plant that is uh, told to stop the train for X, Y, or Z reason as um, it could lead to a disaster. And then the third person, I think, would want to do something that doesn't directly conflict them, like either of the other people in the game. But if they do it, something major happens. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, one of my missions I ran a while back, uh, one person was just told, hey, rescue these people, they're in a prisoner lineup, rescue them as they are heading there. And, again, it didn't conflict with anybody, but once they released it, a prison riot started. Like, everyone was making a run (laughs) for it. So, so they caused it, and everyone's, like, panicking as they're trying. So they just, so they, sure, they completed their secret society mission, but now a disaster is among them. So, one person could be, um, oh, yeah, yeah, and for, the, and for the Sierra Club one, sorry, I want to say this. For the Sierra Club one, be like, we hear rumors that there's a big glow. It matches the description of the sun. Therefore, we need to make sure this train goes, as it will head you outside to freedom. Stuff like that. All right, okay, mm. so now you got my ideas going. So, first part of the mission is them, they think they got to stop the train. And then they stop the train. Okay, we did it. And then on the back of the train, in this booth that was locked that they didn't really pay much attention to, an ultraviolet citizen comes out and says, listen, I got to get to my location on time. Why is this thing stopped? And so they got to start it again. Ah, uh, similar to... um. Similar to me and my Shadow Mark V, how the ultraviolets come in and they're like, no, no, why is this in our gym? Move it. <laughs> Stuff like that, like yeah. a similar thing. Why is there's thing. not a, uh, a school, school uh, field trip that shows up? <laughs> yes, yes, you remember. Yes. Um, so, yeah, like, I can have some, I can imagine some fun with the secret society missions people are given. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the one that I really like is the Sierra Club saying, listen, the description of where this train will end up matches the description of the sun. That means it'll take you to the outside. Ride it all the way. Convince the others to go with you if you can. Or, sh or kick them off or something like that. And there'll be Ooh. different reasons for why the other troubleshooters would either want to stop or keep the train going. So maybe the computer freaks yes. are like, keep it running so then we can take control of it or something like that. I don't know. Uh, what were you saying, um, Stephen? You were trying to speak? Could, like... Fun little sort of pond scene thing. You could like set up a trolley problem for them. Like you can have them controlling somehow the train and then they're zooming along the tracks and there'll be like an ultraviolet standing on the tracks in front of them. Or they can divert it and they can smash a bot of some sort. If so we're going to go... Yeah, they can just sort of pick their season. If you recall, uh, famously in World War II, they had the super gun that was built on a train car. So you could have some kind of a mm -hmm. follow-up to the Mark IV where it's a super war bot, but it's on the train tracks too. And maybe you could work that into the plot where uh -huh. they're going to ram the war bot or maybe computer freaks programmed it to catch up with it, to hijack it or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Or uh, oh, maybe yeah. this train is being diverted to be a target for the armed forces. And it is going outside, but only so they can use it on the missile range. <laughs> that would be a dark ending. Like, they think they finally made it outside, and they just hear this loud whistling noise, but no. Um, so I just thought of an idea that would be great. Um, essentially, um, the computer freaks, if you had, like, a super weapon on there, they're... Um, the contact of the player who has a computer freak says, yo man, listen, we need to source code or something of this incredible weapon or the schematics. Can you oh, can you pry it open and tinker around with it and figure out what kind of chip it uses? We're not sure if it's like a C4 or a C5. Can you check? And of course, when they rip it open, stuff like the gun begins firing or something. Which, created, which creates more issues. So, I think there's a lot of cannon fodder that can make this from a stop the train mission to stop this crazy homicidal treaterous gang that's threatening alpha complex mm. yeah i mean it, you could do something like uh oh we're gonna we're we're yeah you're gonna go outside we're actually testing a uh a point defense system that's mounted on the train that's a super weapon and it doesn't work and so essentially the train's just gonna get pelted with missiles and artillery and with nothing to stop it hmm. so that'll be fun it's R that damn R&D uh, corruption. Um, yeah. One thing I did want to know. So do you want to guys move on? So we have like the broad base of it. We have some of the mechanics. We There's not going to mm -hmm. be a debriefing. Do you want to move on to what the Secret Society missions could be? And once yes. we have the Secret Society missions, then which ones would go into player count? Like for four players, use these four because that would work the best. Five players, add this one in, six, etc. Uh, three players would be like absolute worst case scenario, but we can throw in a three player because some people find it difficult to find players in the first place. So, do you want to go with Secret Society uh, stuff now? Yeah, I mean, I'm not particularly into setting Secret Societies up, though, that, you know, advised ones depending on number of players and so on. It's. It's probably better working it out so that they don't rely on each other, per se. Um, in my view. Yeah, um... Yeah, I agree. It's, the issue that I had, and maybe we can resolve this as we go through this mission, when I would mm -hmm. create a mission or look at something from a book, like, if 
um, I had one session, and this was like my, my second session, and I let them pick their secret society conflicts, and this was from, I think, an official book uh, mission, and there was almost no conflict based off the uh-huh. secret society. Like, that's why, like, it, it wouldn't be that they won't interact with each other or lean on each other. I would want to put something that as a recommendation, like, if you want to, like, for newer mm-hmm. GMs, for, like, people who want to do a fun-sounding mission but haven't had the experience, like, have a recommendation to where you, a GM doesn't have to flex too much to create the paranoia mm-hmm. needed. Like, that's what I mean, like, when I do recommendation for, like, a player count. Do you, do you see what I mean? Like, that would be more towards uh, newer GMs or, again, recommendations, but not um, required. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to write down, I have my notepad open. I'm going to write down Sierra Club, and I'm going to have them be like, uh, we hear rumors or that the end of this train tracks is a, um, is a glowing light. This seems to match up with the description of the outside sun. Make sure the mm-hmm. train reaches a destination. Or yada, yada, yada. I think that would be... What do you guys think for other secret societies? Um, what's well, the obvious thing? You could have something with the, uh, you know, Pro-Tech or the Computer Freaks or the obvious ones, you know, steal this... Um, bought for us kind of thing. You know, something must be... A vi- There's a virus in this um, train. Get us a copy of the virus. Hmm. I was just thinking, what if the... Uh, whatever the war bot is just a MacGuffin, a decoy. It's not the real thing. And it's uh-huh. just a big distraction from... So there's all this intrigue and subterfuge about this war bot and it turns out that it's just a it's a bunch of cardboard and styrofoam and wires and sheet metal nothing to it um i think that would be i'm going to write that down as a possibility but also had another idea what if both um like either computer freaks or protech are told like listen dude we need this device off this warbot if you can detach it and smuggle it out That'll be awesome. Or something like that. Except Mm -hmm. what they're detaching is the inhibitors. Or something that makes it not fire at everything. Or something like that. So the moment Mm -hmm. they detach it, sure, they complete their secret society mission. But now the bot's going crazy and shooting and thinks everything is a... It would be like a threat analysis or something where they would be analyzing like, Oh, you're a traitor, you're a traitor, you're a traitor. Because it just thinks everyone's a traitor since they ripped it out. I think you just set up the plot to System Shock. You're removing its ethical constraints. <laughs> really? <Being a> human. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, that, that I, was the I, plot I just came that, up that with that. You, that. I just came the, up with uh, that. The, you're a hacker, and the military is like, we want you to remove the ethical constraints from this AI so we can have it run some experiments that it wouldn't otherwise run. <laughs> so, yeah. They, you remove you remove the restraints on the warbot, and now it's just it turns into basically the Terminator. And it's just like yeah, th- yeah, that would be a brilliant setup for like either computer freaks or protech, like say where they have to detach. Um, except they may you can either have it to be like you can tell them it's an inhibitor, but you're not you're you're, you're pretty much telling them in a way that hey, listen, we think there may be a threat to you. If you remove this inhibitor, you should be able to be protected. So then the machine I, will go from dormant to Active, or you just don't tell them anything and just say you, they need you this could, part. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you whichever can, way. You can, euphemistically refer to it as a safety. Oh, it's like a laser safety. So you can't fire the guns on it without it. So we want you to remove yes. the safety. Yes. Yes. Like, oh wait, there's a mistranslation. Uh, we think 
by safety they meant go, like a governor on it, like a to keep it from. Oh, oh, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, so they're literally just called when their secret society says, "Hey, listen, we don't really have anything for you to do. However, if you run into some issues, can um, and you need to use the weapon um that's on board, make sure to remove the safety, or else the weapons won't fire." So they think it's a safety that will stop the weapons from firing when it's actually a safety that correctly assesses who's a traitor and who's not. And to some degree, you could really be sinister because this is Alpha Complex. Brain Computer is not exactly uh, stingy with the executions. So what this device is doing is preventing this warbot from doing things that are even beyond the pale for Alpha Complex standards. So just use your imagination on how terrible this could end up. As a note that I was thinking of, we could have two people think the safeties are different things. So, Protec, since they are very against having, like, inhibitors and all that, they can be like, remove the safety the moment you get the chance and give it to us so we can reverse engineer it. So, that's their reason. Computer freaks, computer freaks would, like, either warn them or think that, like, like, uh, the computer freak like, listen, the safety on there, make sure it stays attached. You can still fire the weapon manually. The automation's buggy. Just make sure it comes in one piece so then we can fully analyze it once the train delivers its location. So then there's that one person who wants to make sure the bot isn't messed with at all, and there's one person that wants to cause mayhem accidentally. Uh, I think you could do... You could actually... Um, I know we're talking about secret society stuff, but the tie into that... You could almost make it a group dilemma where for some uh, somehow one of the or two of the factions managed to hack into the um, PA system on the train or the messaging system. And basically they send a message that says, remove this. It's important for the mission publicly for the whole group. And they're, they're, just, they're disguised as someone in authority or maybe they are someone in authority that's part of a secret society. And then they get a contradictory message from something seemingly as authoritative that says, do not remove this under any circumstances. So instead of it being like two players kind of secretly trying to do it, everyone knows, but they just don't know who to trust, you know, what message is the right one because they're contradictory. And then maybe the secret society contacts will either right or wrong, give them say, okay, ignore that second one. It's definitely not one of ours. Oh, well, no, again, even you don't always... Even better, I wanted to say, and then maybe the secret society members would speak up and say, "Guys, listen, I know, how, I know what this device is. It's a safety thing that makes sure the weapons don't fire." The other person, no, no, that's not what it does. It's supposed to, it keeps the machine for manual operation if we keep it attached. Don't listen to him, and it'll create further of a divide. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's it's like you could do the classic. You know, two people are trying to do the opposite thing, and you know, no one knows why, and you could assume it's secret society. Because you know, when I when I played missions, and you have someone acting really suspicious, and try to sabotage it, then it's kind of like, okay, well, obviously something's going on here, even if I don't know the details. So I think it's actually maybe more fun to make it the make the uh, the question public, insofar as everyone can get on the action and then argue about which one of these stories sounds more legitimate. And the nice thing is, is the GM, they could both be legitimate, and you just pick whatever one they choose is the wrong answer if you just really want to kind of do a hose job. Yeah, I agree. So, um, so 
so far, we the only one we have fully written down is the Sierra Club, because that one's the easy one. We should write down, in my eyes at least, someone who would want the computer, like, want the train to be delivered on time. So is there any secret society that would want the train to be, to not, to, uh, to stop for the sake of it stopping? So there's a Sierra Club who wants it to keep going. There needs to be a secret society, at least in my view, who wants it to stop. Like, is there anyone in particular who, any group in particular that matches that? Purge. Purge? Well, I figured they would say ram it and, you know, make it go derail it. Uh, maybe the commies want you to stop it at a specific junction. The Frankenstein destroyers want you to stop it then. Uh, yeah. They want you to scrub the bot brain, uh, Mark IV style. Um, no, they want um, you to smash the bot. The bot. Oh, that's what I mean. Just, just what if Mark IV, the original one at least, the, if you let a scrub bot clean Mark IV... He would eventually take a wire brush to the bot brain and basically just turn it into jelly, which effect- effectively I makes him. This. Well, it's a second edition version. Uh, it was it was one of those things where the scrub bot comes in and, and just wants to clean it and like, oh, that seems harmless. And if you let him clean long enough, he'll basically just jelly the brain of Mark IV, which is bad. Huh. So it could be something as simple as you know, get to the get to the uh, brain case of the the warbot train and smash it with a hammer. Um, I think the commies might want to commandeer it. So either they want you to mm-hmm. uh, stop at a junction so they could pick it up with another vehicle or something like that. So it's something not like stop it, but just stop it at a specific location too. so that Or uh, reroute it to a different, uh, like make it go re-rail to a different... Well, on that, I would almost say do that with Purge because they're going to make it re- railroad into a reactor because that would certainly be within their M.O., uh, whereas the commies wouldn't necessarily want to just cause massive death. They actually want to have the revolution, so they're going to try to commandeer it. Uh, you could have, uh, maybe also unrelated to the warbot, maybe there's some kind of experimental mutagen or some kind of R&D thing that uh, uh, in the pro-mutant societies want to get hands-on, or maybe anti-mutant wants to get that so they could uh, destroy it because they think it's dangerous. So, I mean, you could throw in a bunch of little side things that aren't necessarily related to the warbot if it's being used as a transport for R&D in general or the military armed forces. Okay, so here's what I've written down so far. Um, Let me know if you have any ideas or any thoughts. Sierra Club. Train seems to be going outside. Make sure it stays on course. Of course, this is the straightforward version. This would be tweaked here and there. Um, etc. to make it better sounding. I just wanted to get the rough idea out. So Sierra Club wants the train to stay on course and not change at all. Protech wants you to remove the safety on the experimental um, weapon that's on board. Computer Freaks want the um, to make sure the bot doesn't get touched at all and ensure uh, to allow them to hack into it. Purge, destroy the robot, um, destroy the robot, this could either be the, uh, you know, destroy the train, uh, destroy the train brain, etc., and then FCCP, stop the train as soon as possible and keep it stopped, this is what the computer wants. Thoughts on this, or? Well, um, depending on how it plays out, uh, Purge, if they knew that taking the safety off would cause it to go Frankenstein and just start blowing holes in Alpha Complex, then maybe that's also an acceptable uh, plot line. Um, so basically, Purge could just be whatever course of action will cause the most damage, depending on you know what 
the how the current mission is going. Um, Indeed. So we could have either Purge be destroy the brain bot, or um, it can be something as vague as cause massive damage. Yes. yes. Do you think cause massive damage would be the best? Now, uh, for internal security... Hmm. Internal security isn't a secret society. Uh, yes, they have, they, have, uh, they have undercover agents planted in for their own mystic purposes. Yeah, and even in XP and other editions, you can become undercover as um, um, internal security. Like, you can be uh, FCCP pretending... Wait, internal security pretending to be FCCP, and you get two different messages. So, should we do one for internal security, or should internal security be the standard um, kill traders? Like, what, should, we, should we do anything special that, or, or it could be, like... Because FCCP already has stopped the train as soon as possible. Hmm. I was just thinking you could do something like where you're kind of, without being traitorous yourself, trying to instigate to see if someone wants to do something treasonous. So you're not outright saying to do something wrong, but maybe your mission is to basically try to push people to see who's going to act in a suspicious manner. Oh, I just had an idea. So you know how the train's going one way? What if we have a secret society who wants it to go in reverse? For whatever reason. Like, it could, like, and all this talk about internal security, their internal security memo can be, find a way to make the train go in reverse so it goes back to the, it will go, it will uh, <laughs> stop at our forces, which will be able to detain and stop the train. Okay, or yeah, something I like, like that. that. You, now, how about this? Um, early in the mission, you're told the train has to go forward because we have a cargo scanning array in tunnel 24 slash B and when the train passes through we're going to get a good scan of the warbot and uh, w you know we're, tr we're trying to keep ahead of the armed forces because they're always uh, making us look bad and so if you accomplish that then your contact says hey we didn't really get a good scan at that can you reverse the train and have it go back through that tunnel so <laughs> <laughs> yes that'll be good then if you do so that they're like okay we just need you to stop it between the scanners, we do, apparently it takes several minutes for it to get a good scan. Yeah, something like this. So everyone's like, so this one would cause bickering on where to stop it, where to keep it going, where to change lanes, if at all, etc. So, so far the notes are, Protect, remove safety, Sierra Club, keep the train going exactly as it is. Uh, computer freaks, uh, don't touch the experimental weapon so we can hack into it. Purge, cause massive damage in general. FCCCP, stop the train as soon as possible and keep it stopped is what the computer wants. Internal security, train must go forward till it passes a scanner. Um, repeat as necessary. Uh, as you know, it'll just be uh, train must go forward till it passes a scanner. And then later in the mission, they keep getting updates to make it go back through the scanner. So, um... Is there any other secret societies who could be of use here? So far, that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, we've got six okay. secret societies. That's what we need. Well, you could. Uh, I mean, free enterprise. You could. I don't know. Maybe they want to steal the uh, war bot so they could scrap it for parts and sell them on the gray market. Uh, oh yeah. Um, you can uh, have them. Oh. Um, 
There can be one to where you want to reroute the train, so if we don't have that one yet. Purge will find a way, but the reroute the train would take it to um, a unfinished segment that will cause the train to derail, and it'll be used for scrap mm -hmm. bits. That'll be for the other secret stuff. But they don't let them know it'll derail and like, crash completely. They'll just let them know that it'll be like a stopping center for them to um, steal everything or something I'm, like that. I mean, Frank Frankenstein Destroyers, they would want you to stop anyone from taking the safety off the warbot. Maybe they're the ones who actually know what it is. Uh, you got romantics? Maybe they're like, oh, this reminds us of this old, those old trains from the... The warbot reminds me of the old steam train, and they want you to take it down some side tunnel so they can make a museum out of it or something. <laughs> to the oh underplex. my goodness. Yeah, I think we got a, a lot of good ideas. Is there anything else we wanted to cover? So, so far we have the broad idea, runaway trains. The narrow idea, which would be the opening, which would be a cold open to where they think they're heading somewhere and it all goes out of whack and that's the mission itself. Um, R&D gets involved because they want to deliver some equipment uh, using the rocket launcher and catcher method that's experimental and in testing. And then everyone gets their secret society context of what they should do. Is there anything else to a paranoia mission? Presuming this one will guaranteeingly end in everyone perishing one way or another. It, would it be too much to ask to work Tila O into this somehow? Yes. <laughs> yes, it would be too much. It doesn't. Uh, oh, well, no, that could be, uh, what's the name of it? The, the romantics. It's like, Tila O is going to be somewhere. Make sure the train passes by Tila O or something Why like that. Why would the romantics want the train to pass Tila? Because they know everyone's going to be watching and it looks like a steam train. So everyone's gonna be tuned into the Tila. You know, actually, we could we can hang a lampshade on it. How about this? The romantics are like, there's an old vid show from the old Reckoning days about a bus that can't be stopped because it'll explode. That sounds really exciting. Don't stop the train. It may not explode, but it's more exciting that way. Just don't let it get stopped. Keep it above 120. That's right. <laughs> And we, we don't know keep why. It, keep it a... <laughs> yes, you're gonna be one player who doesn't want to even slow down the train. He's like, right. keep it going, it will blow up if we don't. Don't, don't let anyone in or out of the train, and it can't go under 120. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, I'm writing that down. Which secret society would this be for romantics? Well, yeah, because they would know they have a bootleg copy of of uh, of Speed. And they, they watched it, and and maybe if you want to go completely off the rails with this, you would actually have them... Okay, so the next part of the movie is there's a piece make it missing of the rail, and you're going to jump the train across the gap. And you're like, what? <laughs> Why is there a piece missing on the, on the rails? Well, we blew it up, so there'd be a piece missing. But that's part of the movie. Trust us. <laughs> and then they'll be screwed if the team won't let them speed it up. Like speed up the train because the train, Actually, won't, of course, <laughs> the the train won't be naturally going at 120. It'll be going at like 100 or something. So they'll be trying to actively <laughs> speed up the train, what are you which doing? could cause issues when the train goes around corners and stuff. I mean, if you want, like, what are you doing? I'm making sure this doesn't blow up. Yeah. What do you I, mean? Just trust me. Yeah, the train's probably gonna have some sort of speed limiter on it that they're gonna have to find a way to override. <laughs> They'll be like, hold on, I got this smash it takes your <laughs> fingers and like puts it over. It's, the train starts to go faster now. Actually, you know, if you could actually make that the origin, I mean, if you, I mean, 
that could even be the plot to the entire thing, where the Romantics are trying to recreate speed, but with a train. And, I mean, that could be the entire setup, and everything else is just kind of incidental to that. Do you think that would be a better setup, or do you want to go with just a backstory of someone just eh. naturally trying to speed up the trains? Maybe they could go hand-in-hand, hand, where yeah. the high programmer is like, well, we got to increase the efficiency of the trains, and someone who works for him is a, uh, is, is a big fan of that movie. Like, oh, this is, this is my chance. Yes, oh, yeah, we can make the trains go faster. Now we can make the trains go faster. <laughs> oh, yeah. 10%? Why not 15% faster? That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's the notes I have. Romantics, do not even uh-huh. slow down the train. Speed movie. <laughs> Internal security, train must pass tunnel several times if needed. FCCP, stop the train as soon as possible. This is what the computer wants. Purge, just cause massive damage. Computer freaks, don't remove the safety device. It will cause mass devastation. Protech, remove the safety. All inhibitors are evil. Sierra Club, the end of the railway seems to be matching reports that it seems to be from the outside. Keep the train on course and don't deviate from it. Go ahead, Steven. Yeah, I just... I just realized we're missing the most obvious um, sacred society mission here, dudes. The commies? Right. No, no, oh, no, dude, dude, dude. The, uh, Death Leopard. They clearly want you to link up multiple trains together across the, um... You know, you've got your three tracks, and they want a train running parallel in each of them, and they want you to link them together and make a massive big party van. I'm writing that down. Yeah, just have trains just periodically pass, and then the, well, this player will use, like, the experimental grappling hook gun from R&D to try to ensure that it will stay with them as long as possible. Alright. So, we got all the secret societies, we have the broad idea, and we have the setup for how they get their equipment and stuff like that. Is there anything else to a paranoia mission that people should know? Oh, by the way, anyone who's listening, oh. this goes on the presumption that there is no debriefing. That the mission is such a hose job that everyone will be screwed over one way or another. Go ahead, Buster. Okay, so I was thinking, uh, just if we want to add some variety, Illuminati are kind of mysterious, and you could have a setup where there's junctions. And uh, they could basically say, at the next junction, we want you to make the train go in a circle as long as possible. Don't ask questions. And so they're going to say, go left or right. And they're always making it go left. And the next one, make it go left. And they say, this looks really familiar. I think you're going in circles. And just have the player try to make the train keep going in circles as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Um, and, and the reasoning for this could be that they believe that the train will slow down if it keeps going in circles. That would be their logic, or, or, but they or, don't let them Or it's some, it's some kind of... They're gonna make a portal, like some kind of summoning ring. I mean, the Illuminati. Who knows? They, you know, they, they got all kinds of crazy ideas. Mhm. Well, um, if that, I think it's everything for a paranoia mission. So let's just stop it. Let, I, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna. So, uh, do you want me to cover it all, and then uh, you can fill in anything I miss? Yeah. You could do it. So basically, what's gonna happen now is um, 
Noah's going to go away and write all this up, so we'll just post it on Reddit or alongside the show notes or something, so you can actually read the mission that we've written, and we'll throw in some commentary to explain the design process on the document. That sound good? Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Uh, one final thought. Go ahead. How much, uh, assuming this is going to have some casualties, I don't know why I would think that, but let's assume this. we do have some casualties. How will the GM handle delivering clones to a runaway train? Uh, are we going to do like the classic ballistic clone delivery method? Are they going to have another thing pull up a side of it? Are you going to work that into some of the general missions or, you know, the um, Death Leopard trying to link up trains? That delivered clones and they oh, say, hey, don't um, let that train delink. Yeah, here, here's the best part: like either trains or just cannons, and cannons, the players classic. are like, like as they're trying to use the oversized glove mutton to catch them as we're being I catapulted. Or, or better yet, let, let's make idea. sure. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I don't want you to lose your idea. Okay, so you, you're, you're. I like your idea. They have a cannon, or they have some kind of cruise missile that delivers the clones, but. If the players somehow activate the warbot, it interprets this as an attack on the train and uses its cannons and lasers and missiles to shoot out, shoot down the clone delivery system. So then they have to figure a way to get clones back on the train before they dwindle down to nothing. Or, to make it easier for the Secret Society member, part of Def Leppard, as the, the missile gets shot down, it just collides with another train, causing it <laughs> to glitch out and go straight... So yes. and then they're like on separate trains trying to work away across and the Def Leopard like, Yes, this is my chance. Hold on, let me use the grappling hook gun and it'll be like a <laughs> tightrope for you to pass and he refuses to unhook it after he's done it. That's right. Now I think at least one clone has to be basically put in front of the train. Say so basically we think that if you just jump really fast right before the train hits you, you'll survive. So just stand on the track and wait for the train to come and just jump. At the last second. Indeed. Yeah, this has a lot of great cannon fodder. And, it, and it, 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 like a lot can happen. So I, I'm going to be typing it up. I'm not sure how soon I'll have it done. Um, probably either by today or tomorrow cycle. It should be fully typed up in a mission format for GMs. Excellent. Sounds fun. Great. Um, anyone want to give any closing thoughts? Um, yes. Um, everyone, when they think of making a paranoia mission, they believe that um, it will be either hard um, or everyone's overthinking it, typically. To create a paranoia mission, you can start from the simplest ideas and work your way up like we did in this method here. Just have um, an XP book or have like the base book so you can have the secret societies on hand. And just ask yourself in this method the three simple questions. After you have the broad idea, then you can work on the technicalities of how R&D, how they get to outfitting, if at all. And how the secret societies will want X, Y, or Z to happen. And the corridors and stuff. If you are still struggling, I do strongly recommend, even for new GMs uh, of the later edition, this still works in spirit. The mandatory mission pack has helped me a lot. 
and coming up with ideas on how to make the mission not seem too short. I mainly abuse the corridor segment of that because um, I, I try to think of clever ideas for the corridors and they have just tons of cool ones. I would recommend it as a tool for new GMs so then they can start forming their ideas after they use it a couple of times. So yeah, that would just be my closing remark is use all the tools available for you and don't overthink it. Alright then, I think that's basically us done. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, yep. I would just agree yep. with what he was saying. I mean, ultimately the GM is the storyteller to rip it off from another franchise. Um, so, all the ideas I'm coming up with is sort of like you could use any of these and it really just depends on kind of how the players are playing out because ultimately you're, you're kind of trying to keep them on their toes and have some fun. So, don't be a slave to the to the core story. Try to be flexible enough where if it's going a certain way, you're not just railroading it. Because I think that a lot of role-playing games are like that, where the GM plots out this very intricate quest, and they have all this stuff prepared. And no matter what the players do, the GM, their job really is to keep them on the main storyline. Uh, and that's kind of can get kind of boring. So in the sense that paranoia, there are these cliches about... Um, oh, first we're going to do the briefing, then R&D. And that's classic. And you kind of want to work that in. But I would just say try to be unpredictable but still within the spirit and try to be flexible enough that if the players are riffing on something that you're saying and it's got, kind of going off the rails, uh, you know, if you can work with it, work with it. Because I think players, uh, I mean, you're ultimately the dictator of the story. But, you know... Uh, I think having feeding off the energy from the players is probably as important as a good story. And um, and there's the most important rule of thumb when it comes to paranoia is make sure your players are having fun. Just as long as there's laughs, everyone's having fun. You've done a, a good job, even if you think you ran the game horribly. Like if you think everyone went wrong, as long as everyone laughed and had a good time, that is how people truly win in paranoia. Mm is by having fun. Don't get caught up in the secret societies, uh -huh. missions, and all that. Get caught up in making sure how to make people laugh. That is why fudging the dice and paranoia is so common. It's because if you think of something funny as a GM that can happen to be played for laughs, then do it. I ignore what the dice say behind the screen. Just try to make people laugh. So the end goal as a GM is to make sure people have fun. Go ahead, Buster. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say 100% on that. And emphasis on people don't get too serious and too down because i've played a couple games especially with newer players and they don't know how to handle the fact that you're going to lose a lot in this game and so keeping a, a players from dominating the session uh, like he said fudge dice you know just make it go in a way where it stays in more of a fun and not going down that rabbit hole where people get frustrated because the players they shouldn't enjoy the hose job uh, per se but they shouldn't feel like they're like losing for lack of a better term, even if they are going to lose ultimately. Yeah. I mean, again, obviously goes that saying when you're GMing, you know, when you've gone off track or when you've done something wrong, the players don't. And that's a major thing, you know, very often the players won't even realise you've made a mistake, they don't know you've done something wrong, so why should they be upset that you've done it wrong? 
And that's definitely one of the most important things to realize as the GM, I think. Does that seem fair? Oh, that's, uh, uh, that's a great point. Um, if you've ever given a speech, uh, the audience doesn't know if you messed up, so don't call attention to it. Just keep going. Make it work. And I, I, I mean, I've missed out an entire section in a stand-up comedy set before our audience still laughed. And I, I, I did want to drive that point home. If Also, if you ever want to practice your improv, paranoia is a great way to go. Because the game is not like D&D where it's mainly railroaded or stuff is grounded in some realistic scenario. Um, because in paranoia, you can get what... get. Uh, get away with doing a lot of the wackier things, if so need be. And uh, again, to drive their points home, keep in mind that uh, they don't know when you screw up, and try to make sure you can roll with the punches, and you don't have to stick with the story. If it turns out that a story is going somewhere that's even like you haven't considered as a GM, or you think could be hilarious, go with that idea. You don't have to force them back on track, per se, which is kind of a pun here because it's a railroad mission. Hmm. And when in doubt, you could uh, punish them with paperwork if you're really cruel. Okay, well, that's about us. So thanks for listening, guys. Um, Hopefully there will be a less than three-month wait for the next... Less than four month wait for the next one. I am so, so sorry. Uh, yeah. And again, thanks for listening and whatnot. And we'll see you next week. Hopefully. See you next week. Uh, this is um, High Programmer Noah signing off. Yes. This is uh, High Programmer Steven. <laughs> Infrared Drone Buster signing off.